Medical information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If your pet has or you suspect they might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of All Paws Pet Talk, this radio show, or their sponsors. Pet Talk Radio, which means you're listening to me, Deb Wolf, and I'm looking out at Camp Good Dog. I see a Mastiff Cross and a dog I've known for years named Sadie, Black Lab Cross, and a white dog with pointy ears. I don't know what he's supposed to be, but they're all playing and having a great old time on the farm. They don't seem to care that it's cloudy in the summer like I care, but we're going to be talking to Jeff, and Jeff gets to walk in the sunshine when he goes for a walk. Jeff Phillips, he's going to be explaining to us how you can possibly, well, for one thing, save money. Uh, Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hi, Debbie. Thank you very much, Deb. Appreciate being with you. So we've got Vanny Covers. What are Vanny Covers? Yes, Vanny Covers is a product that we designed to be able to wash your pets at waist height in the bathroom sink instead of swinging over the bathtub or down in the shower and causing difficulties and back pain and the like. And so we took a different direction with the idea after I visited a, uh, a groomer with my son and his dog and was blown away with the cost and the tip and what it might be of the, cost of, uh, of the course of a year. So, Well, what kind of dog does your son have? He happens to have uh, an, an all-American dog. Uh, in, in my old country, we had a different name for him, but uh, he's an everything dog. Oh, a mutt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I a mongrel, a mutt. Yeah, you yeah. know what? There's something called hybrid vigor that a lot of breeders don't believe in, but other people do, and scientists will tell you it makes sense, uh, the theory in it anyway, that when you get a mutt, you get the best of everything. You're very unlikely to get genetic hereditary diseases. You get long-lived animals. There's a lot to the hybrid vigor. That's what they call it when you get, take two gene pools and mix them together. So I'm all for the mutts. There's some great dogs sitting in shelters and SPCAs all over the world. And just because they're not purebred doesn't mean they're not great. So, okay, so um, how, do you, how does it work? How do you get the dog well, in, the, in this? What's kind of nice about the, the vanity covers for pets is that it's made out of a lightweight but fully absorbent, which means it's a very nice and thick uh, material that sits on top of and around the sink. It's fitted over the sink and the faucets so that in a modular position, it may it may be able to work um, for all dogs, but it fits ovals and it fits rectangles. As long as your dogs are small, and most dogs start off as puppies, so we're good for that, um, they feel comfortable, they feel secure, there's no material slipping around like a ta- towel might around the sink because it has a silicon base uh, at the bottom of it for non-slip and it's a lightweight material made out of a microfiber which is laminated with the inner foam. It's about seven times more absorbent than a terry cloth towel and uh, in fact we this very day we launched our program on Kickstarter so it is visual on kickstarter4u.com, and uh, it will take you directly to the site, or it will later, or just uh, pull up Vanny Covers on Kickstarter, and you'll be able to see the product and how it works. 
uh, all the information is there for everybody to take a look at. Okay, so Jeff, I know you want me to ask you this. What's in the name? Ah, there we go. Well, most people say, why vanity covers? Well, you know, one thing nice about vanity covers is that it comes from the word vanity, and vanity is taking pride in ourselves. But more importantly, when we take care of our dogs and we feel great about the, the, uh, our dogs, cats, all our pets being bathed uh, in a nice and a warm way, uh, we feel proud of them and they feel good. And so we decided to opt for the name Vanny Covers as opposed to a pad or a, or a mat. You know, the, the difference is here that there are probably some 200 million mats made for the showers uh, every year. Thousands of companies, but nobody ever put together a vanity cover that literally fits around the sink in a very nice, constructive way and very inexpensive. So we decided. Well, okay, I want to ask you about that because if yeah. I send a standard poodle to the groomer, it's probably going to cost me about $150. If I send a miniature or a toy poodle, it'll cost me maybe $30 to $60 or $70, depending on how dirty the dog is and how much care it needs. So how does the price compare? I think in many respects, we tend to want to take our pets to the groomer only because of the difficulties that we face physically in putting our pets in the tub or in the shower. It, uh, there, there is an issue with uh, a lot of people who have back, uh, back problems, and it's a difficult issue to have to deal with. So when you start to take 30 or $40, take your $30 as an example a year, you're pushing about $400 a year in what might oftentimes be a quick wash. So the comparison in having a vanity cover that at retail is about 25 bucks. Right now, it's probably close to half the price on the, uh, on the um, campaign. But the, the price is a one-time cost. The material and the product is durable. It's very lightweight. It's machine washable, which means that you're going to be keeping it for many years. So your one-time investment at a retail level of, say, 25 bucks, uh, compared to what you might be paying over the course of a year, is a significant saving. You know, um, you, you talked about the hassle and the, the uh, discomfort of lifting and hauling pets, maybe struggling pets sometimes, slippery pets and all that. But also, I think the mess is a big deal. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> You're right on. The splash. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that right there? The, uh, well, I think you did. You kind of solved the problem. It's I a messy did. thing I, to I take your own to... dog into your own bathtub. Now you're bending over or in your own sink where your toothbrushes and all your nice things are, your makeup. Now your dog shakes. Oh, boy. Like, it can be pretty messy. It is messy. And, and you know, it's, it's really a double whammy. You've got the mess to begin with. Uh, which is in many respects why we call our vanity cover uh, a splash-free uh, splash free product. But you also have uh, what is a big deal in being able to bathe your pet at waist height. And from a biometric standpoint, this is a big deal. You know, a common injury from washing pets is a low back problem. And so standing upright is oh, an yeah. alleviation of that. It's a big deal. Um, you know, think about not just... Um, uh, families or young kids who, who enjoy washing their pets or playing with their pets, but a lot of senior citizens have a dilemma in both the cost, which is impacting their, uh, their income over the course of a year, but also it's a physical problem. And what happens oftentimes is the dog or the cat lose out. They may not get to the groomer for maybe a week, maybe a month. 
And so all, all of a sudden, here is an option of being able to take your favorite uh, pet and put him or her into the, into the bathroom sink. It's a quick dunk in many respects. It's easy and it's nice to have. It's also fun. It's fun to have your pet clean and done in a, in a heartbeat so that you don't have to worry about spending the money every, uh, every visit at the groomer. Well, and I guess for those people, and you know who you are, if you have a mischievous pet, a dog that just, oh, he rolls in dirt the second he's clean, right when company's coming, this kind of an animal, you know who you are. The dog who's just always doing the last thing you need right before company comes, this is the dog who you're going to benefit because you don't have to make the appointment. You don't have to get in your car. You don't have to banish him because he just rolled in dead bird from the next door neighbor or something, right? Because some of these dogs, they're determined to smell dirty, and uh, it's a battle for their owners. You know, it's it's just it's it's a battle. Also, when you think about different seasons, I'm lucky enough to live in San Diego, and so I lit, literally listen to your your show while I'm walking out in sunshine in winter, no less. Oh, there but it is. Think, There's the think, rub. Everybody has to just rub it in, don't they? You know, well, well, what I'm really trying to say is, in winter, where it's very cold, or in the heat of the summer, I used to live in New York. I know it. Um, it's difficult to be out and about. Uh, in the sense that you may want to wash your dog on the lawn, or you may want to be out uh, in the cold taking care of your dog. You know, all of that can be done right at the at the sink in the bathroom in a very convenient way. And so you I know, apologize. And, and, yeah. I, no, no, since I apologize said- for not being able to put your Saint Bernard into the <laughs> bathtub, but you can when he or she's a puppy. Right. You know, when you talk about that, when you mentioned the family bathing the dog and it all looks good on the commercial. Right. But if the dog's rolled in something stinky, your kids don't want to touch him. Nobody's going to help you bathe that dog. There's one person in the house that's going to end up with that. And most of the year, they're not interested in sitting out in the rain and the snow. Like you say, I mean, you need a nice, warm, comfortable place. Oh, we've run out of time, Jeff. Can oh, you tell them how to get it quickly? Yes. We've only got out, a few seconds absolutely. left. Absolutely. Go to Kickstarter and check out Vanny Covers, V-A-N-I-C-O-V-E-R-S, and you will be in for a real treat, real rewards, and a real special courtesy of uh, both the radio station as well as uh, Lick Magazine. Both have been wonderful in helping our cause, and I want to acknowledge both. Oh, so it sounds like a special offer. Go go to the uh, Vanny Covers, V-A-N-I-C-O-V-E-R-S. That's what we're talking about. If you've got a dirty little dog or a little puppy or a dog that needs cleaning in the house and you want a clean house and a clean puppy, Vanny Covers. Right, Thank you so very then, much, Jeff. You're, you're more than welcome. Thank you very much for having us. I love the show. Okay. All right, everybody, stay tuned. We'll be back on Smart Animal Talk, all past pet talk radio. I'm your doggy, and I love you, and you know that I need you too. Hello, you're listening to Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio. And with us next, we have a guest who is just oozing to get on the radio. That's right. That's what he told me. Actually, he's got a solution for something you don't want 
your pets to have to deal with. And that's where the ooze comes into play. So welcome to the show, Dan. Well, thanks, Deborah. It's really a pleasure to be here, and I, um, I'm so excited. I heard lots of good things about you and your show. Well, it's great to have you on. I understand you're representing Tick Ease. And um, for those of us out there who are so scared that our pets are going to come home with a tick and they're going to get Lyme disease and they're going to infect the whole city and we get worried and worried and worried. We see people on TV with these problems and we see epidemics in certain areas like Montreal, certain parts of California. It's scary stuff. The tick is a scary thing. And I want to go out in the woods with my dogs, but I don't want to cover up head to toe and I certainly don't want to cover my dog so have you got something that'll make us safe? Well, I wish I had an end-all solution. Unfortunately, I don't. But I, I certainly can tell you how to be more aware of how ticks tick, so to speak, and how to take some basic preventative measures, which I think uh, if we all just had the right consistent information out there and we took some basic steps, we could really reduce the numbers of uh, people and animals uh, suffering from the diseases that ticks bring. Well, you have a product called Tick Ease. What is Tick Ease? Well, Tick Ease actually is a product that is, <clears throat> excuse me, designed to uh, deal with ticks once they are embedded in yourself or your pets. And so, you know, uh, obviously, you know, the, the best prevention um, will still allow certain numbers or percentages of ticks to actually find their way to a nice soft spot on uh, we'll talk about on your on your on your pets uh, and begin to feed and suck blood which they do so well and I just was getting bitten so many times personally and I have a golden and a black lab and I was bringing ticks home and then they they were getting bitten and we were finding these big juicy oozing ticks on my living room floor. Oh, that's floor. awful. This and, is uh, awful. And where do you live? I live in eastern Massachusetts, and so we okay. are actually uh, in the rankings for Lyme disease. Uh, we've, we've dropped to number three uh, in, in the 12 worst states, and now just for your listeners out there, uh, Maine has actually gone to number one, and Vermont is number two. So you know, these are, these are states that didn't typically have a lot of ticks or Lyme disease until uh, recently, and that's, I think, attributed directly to climate change, which is causing more ticks to be found in more areas where they weren't typically uh, that common. And we have different types of ticks now, and we have a whole slew of new uh, infectious agents that these ticks are carrying. So it's, it's pretty bad. It's but pretty ticky, scary. Yeah. Ticky. Okay, so what, I know you've got something called insect shield for pets. Okay, does that help us? Like, what, I'm, I'm just, I'm so grossed out right now. I'm itching, <laughs> and I, I want to take a shower, and I'm worried about everything. I, tell me there's a solution here. I don't want to leave this segment feeling like we're all doomed. So help yeah. me out here. Well, uh, you know, I often said I was I was going to have a tagline on my uh, Tickies product, which is the tick removal tool. I was going to say, if you don't use Tickies, you're going to die. But I think that was a little bit too, you know, too uh, too much for the marketing Direct. campaign. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, what I want to try to, you know, impress upon people mostly is that you just really need to get prevention into your routine. Uh, there's no guarantees because at certain times of the year, these ticks are so small that it's really hard to detect them. And I did a PSA recently. People call me Tick Man Dan. And I did a PSA called Tick Man Dan yeah. says, don't neglect your crevices. 
and it's all oh, about. Oh boy, you just you just have the one-liners, <laughs> holy moly! I know I've got away with women, don't I? But, yes, um... I, I bet you do. I, I imagine your mother gets uh, very embarrassed going out well, with you. Yes, she she is, especially <laughs> with the two ticks that I had actually tattooed on my legs. On my you leg. do? Are I you do. kidding me? I am not kidding oh. you. Oh no! I, I have That's two like one of those shows where you go and you get your bad tattoo taken off. <laughs> I, well, I don't. Oh. Uh, these these are on for life. Um, and so, yeah, so... You do know, you like, wear socks to bed? Because I'm thinking your wife must request it. <laughs> well, she left me about seven years ago, so maybe that was the reason. <laughs> Did the tick tattoos come before or after the wife left? They, they came I got after. A, they came after. after. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so it wasn't the cause of the marriage breakup. All right. Well, okay, so... That's uh, a whole so, other show. Yes. Will Insect Shield help make sure my pets don't get bit? Yeah, Insect Shield is a, what I call a bonus layer of protection. It's got a product in it called permethrin. And it is my strong belief that permethrin is hands down the most effective tool that we have to repel and kill ticks. Um, you know, your chemical repellents, sometimes people are on their pets are going to resist that. And that's up to the, you know, the individual and the pet owner. Um, I don't have an opinion either way on that. I've used both. Um, currently, I'm using more of the Insect Shield product on my pets right now. And it is a, a permethrin, just for your listeners' benefit, is a synthetic compound, which is the same makeup as a naturally occurring extract from the chrysanthemum flower. Chrysanthemum. Yeah, and so, it's common. I, I see this in a lot of the garden products, you know, to help plants avoid uh, getting eaten. You have sprays what? made from chrysanthemum. But even still, you do have to, you do have to follow instructions. I mean, you can, it, it can be uh, toxic if, if you just leave it out or if, it's, if children or pets are exposed. Right. So I, you, I you do have you to were, follow instructions. Yeah, if you were to drink it or take a bath in it, it probably wouldn't be a great idea. Mm -hmm. But in the concentrations or the, um, the dilution rate where uh, the insect shield product comes in, they, tr they pre-treat their items. So, for example, I sell a bandana for dogs. The dogs wear it around their necks, their head down in the brush. This is where ticks, a majority of ticks are getting on them in the neck and the face, and then they migrate back to behind the ears and in the crotch area and, and under the fur. So uh, permethrin being in a caricide, which is actually what they call it, uh, it's a tick-killing product. It's not a repellent. It will actually kill them. Um, right. Insect Shield treats the materials uh, so that the permethrin is, is sort of impregnated into the fibers themselves. So rather than the, the, the do-it-yourself spray applications, which they, you can buy at the garden centers, which are good, and I would say you know, continue to use those, uh, they only recommend or the efficacy is for about six washings or six laundries. The permethrin product is good for about 70. So it's essentially the life of the garment. Uh, they make pants, uh, shirts, and, and I don't work for Insect Shield. I don't, you know, I don't uh, represent them in any way other than I have a bandana. Uh, but it's a good product, and you can, in fact, even send in your own clothing, have them treat it, and they'll send it back to you for a fee. Uh, that's all on their website, and that's, you know, I have nothing to do with that. But uh, I do recommend the permethrin rather than using DEET for people or... Um, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, because... Uh, it, it... And you really got to read your labels. If you're looking at stuff that's going to kill pests and parasites on pets, read your labels, especially if you've got kids or anyone with immune problems. Wash your hands, wear gloves where necessary. Really think about it. So where can they 
find more of the Tick Man. <laughs> well, Tick Man Dan can be found uh, at www.tickease, T-I-C-K-E-A-S-E dot com. And, um, you know, one of the really important things about, you know, the, the in the process of potentially getting infected for your pets is the removal of the ticks. And you want to make sure that you remove these ticks correctly. And that's my real area of expertise. Oh, let's um, go through that. Because you don't just pull them out, right? They break off, which is horrible. Well, they can break off. And contrary to popular belief, ticks do not have heads. They have like a body, and then there's these elongated mouth parts. And there's a, essentially only three mouth parts. Uh, two of them on the outside uh, act like a sheath for a very sharp, hollow, barbed, straw-like um, uh, appendage, which that's the only piece that gets inserted in yourself or your, or your pets. So when you pull them out, um, you want to make sure, first of all, you pull straight out and as steadily and 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 even with even pressure as possible, uh, that'll uh, minimize your risk of breaking that, that mouth part off. Um, the other thing that I want your listeners to understand is that when you remove the body of that tick, you are at no further risk of exposure, you or your pets. So, you know, once it's gone, you're, you've already been exposed as much as you're going to be. So leaving the mouth part in the skin for yourself or your pet is not a big deal. Clean it up as, as well as you can if you do break it off, and uh, your body or the, the dog will, will eventually work that out like a little tiny splinter, and there could be some reaction locally, uh, but it's not going to give you a, 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 any more chance of getting a bad disease uh, from Okay, so how do you know if you should take your dog or your kid or yourself to the doctor or the vet how do you know if the bite you got, the tick you found, or the mark you have on you is worrying, or if it's okay? How do you know? Well, usually, the, the problem with, with pets is we usually don't find the ticks until they're already engorged. Now, some people right. think, uh, scientists, and there's, done, there's been research that shows that it takes a while for the bacteria to become active, the bacteria that causes Lyme, to become active mm. and then be able to be transmitted to the host. Uh, so the reason we don't find them small is because, uh, just for people listening, if you've never seen one, they're super, super tiny, and they're hard to spot. They sort of look like crabs under a microscope but, or spiders or something, but they're tiny, tiny, tiny. And when they get engorged, they look more like a lima bean. It's, it's a different thing altogether. So it's, it looks like your dog maybe has a wart that you didn't notice mm -hmm. before or a pimple or so, something sticking out. And so it's really noticeable, Right. That's correct, and that's, you know, with dogs, with, well, pets, I keep referring to dogs because I own dogs, but with your pets, um, because of the size of the ticks and the unengorged ticks are difficult to find in all that fur. So that's why we don't really find them until they're, you know, um, pea size or blueberry size, and that's after they're already filled up. So they've been in for a while. And if you, I mean, I find them on my floor because they've been in so long, they've already filled up, they've released, and they've dropped off. Uh, the next step would be for them to lay eggs, and ticks can lay up to 3,000 eggs, you know, and that oh, you don't no. want in your okay, carpet. Oh, no. Okay, so we're near the end of the segment, and you let go with that one. No, no, I'm never going to sleep tonight. Well, thank you for joining us today, Tick Man Dan. All right, everybody, you know where to find him, Tick Man Dan, if you want more information. And thank you very much on Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio. We'll be back in a moment. 
Smart Animal Talk on All Paws Pet Talk Radio. And that means you're listening to Deb Wolf up at Camp Good Dog. And uh, I live near Vancouver, British Columbia. I run a boarding kennel. It's on a farm with a pond and forest and meadow and all kinds of places that uh, insects could linger and get on dogs. So we do a lot of things for our pets here with testing and cleaning and bathing and all kinds of products. And it's um, an ever-changing problem. And we always need to be open to new solutions. We were just talking to uh, Dan, the tick man, about tickies.com. And uh, we happen to mention in that segment, Insect Shield. And now we're going to be talking to Dr. Katie Nelson, who's a small emergency vet. That means when your small animals are in trouble, she's one of the great heroes that comes to save the day. So welcome to the show, Dr. Katie Nelson. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. I'll I'll just take that hero thing and just wear it proudly today. (laughs) There you go. Well, you know what? If animals are in charge, then when, you know, if who gets into heaven, you're getting in. Uh, So just let's go with that. (laughs) I hope so. Some of them wouldn't say so, though, when they see that white coat coming. (laughs) Yes, and you do have to make it up to the ones you neutered, I think. That that could be a little sticky, but uh, but I'm sure you've done a lot a lot of good. So, okay, so Insect Shield, can you tell us what that's about? Yeah, so Insect Shield for Pets is a brand new line of products that um, Insect Shield has been around for years and years. Um, basically, every single government issued um, military uniform is coated with a product called permethrin by this company, Insect Shield. And they've been doing this for years. And it helps to prevent mosquitoes and ticks and flies and fleas and all these things from getting on our soldiers. Well, they figured out that it's actually an incredibly um, safe product. It's an EPA-registered product. um, And it's actually safe enough to be put into baby onesies. So there's an entire line of human clothing um, made with Insect Shield. And the the folks at Pet Edge thought, you know, this is genius. Why aren't we doing this with pets as well? And so they did. Um, They started using uh, the same technology that's in Insect Shield and on our soldiers' uniforms and put it on awesome little um, hoodies and mesh tanks. So it's nothing where, you know, as a veterinarian, I'm never going to tell you to stop your front line or stop your advantage. Um, But this is something that's just another tool in your arsenal to help keep your pets safe. And also, I mean, we're all worried about, um, about heartworms as well. And this can help prevent mosquitoes from biting your pet as well. So it's a really amazing product that you can just use. Again, just something else in your arsenal to help keep your pet safe. You know, I wonder about if you've had any uh, questions or conclusions, anything you can add to the conversation about Zika. Is this, does it relate in any way? Well, we haven't diagnosed it in pets yet, thankfully. Um, You know, this is something that I know the CDC is looking into heavily. Um, But again, right now, uh, it seems to be a human disease. Now, that's not to say that, you know, we know viruses can morph. We've seen it happen before. So that's not to say that it won't happen. Um, But as of right now, we haven't uh, diagnosed it in any animals yet. 
So um, we're kind of still on pins and needles about that, and I guess it's just a wait-and-see game. But, um, you know, again, if we are using our flea and tick prevention and we're using some of these insect shield for pet products, then we can potentially help to keep the mosquitoes completely off of our pets. And if we can keep them off of our pets, then we can help to prevent the spread of any mosquito-borne diseases, um, including Zika and, and, and also heartworm disease. I mean, again, that's the one that's really the most threatening to our pets currently. Um, so by using our prevention and using other products to help keep them safe, then we can hopefully help to keep those mosquitoes off and therefore keep heartworms away and anything else that those mosquitoes might be carrying as well. I have a question for you about heartworm, and it's going to seem pretty basic, I guess. But uh, in my area, they often tell us that if your dog is staying here, you don't need heartworm. But if you're traveling, even even just a short trip into what we call our interior, so away from the coast into the middle of our province, if you're traveling just a few hours drive, then yes, they do need it. If they're traveling to Alberta, the next province over, oh, they need heartworm. And that always mm-hmm. puzzled me because I thought, well, if dogs come and go all the time, potentially infected, traveling back and forth, couldn't a mosquito uh, bite an infected dog and then bite my unprotected, uninfected dog and transmit the disease? Is that not possible? Or is it, is it a worm, more like a, a parasite in the feces kind of transmission? How, how does heartworm move? Well, it is through the mosquitoes. So mosquitoes carry the larva. And when they bite your pet, uh, they inject the larva into your pet's skin, and that tends to that starts to migrate. And it takes six months for um, an animal to actually diagnose or, or to come up positive on a heartworm test after they've been infected with mosquitoes. So, you know, where I live, I'm I'm in the Washington D.C. area, and I grew up in Louisiana. So, you know, I, I'm in the South, and it's a real problem here, especially where I grew up in Louisiana. Um, so. It, even if a, a pet here misses one month, uh, well, one month, actually, I, I'll give them a little forgiveness. If they miss more than one month, then I'm going to retest that animal in six months to make sure that they don't come up positive. Um, because basically, when you give a heartworm pill, it's kind of like going 30 days back, it kind of protects them 30 days back. Any larvae that are in the system, it kills those so that they don't form into actual heartworms. So, um, you know, to answer your question, I'm not 100% sure what happens um, in your province. But my it doesn't say it doesn't sound sensible, does it? It sounds like being yeah. cautious would be giving heartworm prevention. Um, yeah, and again, when, I mean, I would have to defer to one of the veterinarians where you are. But I, in in my opinion, uh, I think it's better to be safe than sorry. Now it used to be, I don't know if this if I'm remembering this wrong, but I think because I, I, I've lived other places, I think it used to be for the heartworm, you had to have a test first. You couldn't just give the dog the anti-heartworm medicine because if he already had heartworm, it was a problem. Is that still the That's case? That's absolutely correct. Yep, that oh. is absolutely correct. Because if you do, um, if you have a dog that is positive for heartworm disease and you give him a heartworm pill, um, what that does is it starts to kill off these heartworms. And you think, that, that oh, well, that sounds good, right? But the problem is that it can actually cause more of an issue, do more harm than good, because they can actually have an anaphylactic reaction to um, heartworms. So um, what we try to do is we, we do that test, and we have um, a slow-kill method that we do whenever we, an animal is diagnosed with heartworm. Um, so dogs typically, typically get between two and three injections over a few months, um, and they also are instructed to have strict rest for um, 60 days after their last injection. And that's because if they get their heart rate up and those heartworms are dying off, um, they can start to send those pieces throughout the body. 
and it can almost be like throwing a clot, um, if you will. It's sort of an embolism. Oh, like a stroke. Can, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it can cause major issues. So that's why we, we monitor our heartworm-positive pets extremely carefully. Now, cats are, um, you know, no pun intended, a completely different animal. Um, they, <laughs> uh, they actually can start on heartworm prevention um, if they are heartworm-positive. Um, but that's because they typically only have one to two worms in their body, whereas dogs can have hundreds in their body. So um, with cats, you know, I hate to do this. We are running out of time and I want to talk to you further. I'm hoping, would you be able to come back next week? Absolutely, I can. Oh, that'd be great. And then we can get in all, all the disgusting numbers of, you know, one equals 3,000 <laughs> equals 10,000. We could do the math, the creepy math. Um, even cat totally math is, is creepy sure. when you start counting, you know, two unspayed cats, how many kittens. But okay, so we have to go for now. We do. We'll have to come back next week. Do you want to give them a website before we say goodbye? Absolutely. You can check out more information at insectshieldforpets.com. Thank you very much. Okay, so we'll be talking to the good doctor next week. Until then, everybody, that was Dr. Katie Nelson and InsectShield.com. And stay tuned. We'll be talking with Becky Starr next on Smart Animal Talk, all plus that talk radio. I'm your doggy, and I love you. to Smart Animal Talk, All Buzz Pet Talk Radio, and we have with us Andy Katz from Pet Edge, the company who knows how the, how the whole insect shield thing works. They figured it out. So welcome to the show, Andy. Thank you. Can you explain to us how this works, how a bandana or something like that on a pet will make them safer? Absolutely. It's a pretty remarkable technology um, that uh, was developed in the 1990s. The, the Army actually came to the scientists and asked for some help in protecting our troops from mosquitoes and sandflies and so forth. And what the scientists came up with was a way to embed uh, permethrin, which is a synthetic copy of pyrethrin, which is a very safe insecticide, comes out of chrysanthemum flowers. Um, and he, he came up with a way to embed that into the fibers of a fabric such that just like color it doesn't come out so the so and now it's in use by our army the the u.s marines etc uh and so we saw that this technology is a great way to help people protect their pets so i'll give you an example i have uh two labrador retrievers every month i used to bring them in the backyard of my uh at my home and put front line on them uh and then lock them outside you know we have an underground fence keep them in the yard uh and come and wash my hands with soap and water to get all that stuff off tell the kids don't let the dogs in the house they have that stuff on them you know don't touch them for a little bit uh and uh i as well as most pet owners use some type of topical product to kind of protect our our pets because it's really effective but it's also you know those chemicals are are, are, are great, but they're pretty strong, uh, pretty strong things. So if a tick were to come along and bite my dog after he's got one of those topicals on, it could take up to two days for that tick to die. If a tick lands on my dog, if he's got an insect shield garment or insect shield anything on him, 
uh, you know, the tick, if it didn't, if it wasn't just repelled away, would be dead in about three minutes. You can kind of watch it. We have a third-party laboratory test on our website, insectshieldforpets.com, and you can kind of watch this happen. But it's, it's pretty remarkable, and yet that technology is in use for, they make baby onesies out of insect shield. They make now maternity wear out of insect shield. Uh, Insect shield treated, Oh, I bet uh, that is a huge seller. You know what? Maternity wear. If I was pregnant or wanting to be pregnant right now and I lived in a hot climate, I'd be terrified of mosquitoes because of the Absolutely. Zika virus. I totally yeah. get that. It yeah. makes sense that this is very, very helpful. Uh, and it, it's, it's so different, but it's not that new, it sounds like. I mean, is it also derived from the chrysanthemum? Yeah, well, so it uses permethrin, which is kind of, it's like a copy of, of pyrethrin. Pyrethrin is what comes from the chrysanthemum. This is um, like a synthetic duplicate that's created in a, in a laboratory. But, you know, you can never say, uh, that, you know, um, the EPA frowns on you if you say safe. But this is as, you know, it's a, it's a very, let's say, relatively speaking, a pretty safe way to protect pets. And, and, you know, so, and a lot of people will use this. There are a lot of people who would say, uh, that's great. I don't like those chemicals. This is much safer. But what a lot of people quite honestly do is they say, you know what, I'm going to keep putting the topicals on uh, and I'm going to use this in addition because I don't know if you've ever had a flea infestation in your house or, you know, a dog gets bitten by a tick and he could have all kinds of diseases and all that. Some people will just sort of say, you know what, I just want extra protection. Even though the topical oh, is good, prevention's I always want extra. Better. Yeah. In fact, That's I the thing. Talk- We're going to talk about this next week when sure. the vet comes back. But um, the problem is one flea equals thousands very right. quickly. So right. prevention's always better. And if you have a dog or cat that has a flea allergy... It's it's so difficult to fight because there's fleas everywhere on the grass. There's ticks everywhere. There's mosquitoes everywhere. Every time you pet somebody else's dog or go through a pet store or come into contact pant leg to pant leg with somebody else as you hold the door for them and they have pets. I mean, all of the you can't just say, well, I don't have fleas thinking that it's only for dirty people. No, you really got to be on it. Because especially in warm climates, these parasites, they're, they're made for hitchhiking on people to get the pets, right? <laughs> That's right. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Yes. Yes. So if you're listening out there and you're wondering why I've been talking about parasites all day today, it's because of the guests that were booked. It is not because I no longer have puppy footage for you to see. Uh-uh, I do. I do. You can go to Camp Good Dog Facebook and see loads of puppy footage. They're all still here. They had their first vaccines and vet checks, and some are bought, but they haven't been collected yet. So I still have the nine golden doodle puppies with their mom and their dad and their grandpa all mugging for the camera at Camp Good Dog if you want to check it out. And um, they get up there on Instagram too, Camp Good Dog's Instagram and my Instagram, Animal Deb. So check it all out. And if you want to get some dog training advice or see me training dogs, you can look me up on YouTube. That's free, Deborah Wolf. And uh, well, we're talking with Andy Katz from Pet Edge. And uh, if people want to know more about Pet Edge and uh, how to protect their pets, where can they go? Best place to go to learn about this uh, Insect Shield line of products is at insectshieldforpets.com. And there's all kinds of videos that teach you about the products, as well as you can uh, see there where, where you can buy it, the products at PetSmart and Petco and Amazon, and a bunch of other retailers all over the country. Thank you for joining us today, Andy. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
Okay. So everyone, we'll be back next week, as you know, and we'll be talking with Dr. Katie again, and we'll be talking about these parasites, but I'll ask her some other questions. In fact, if you've got questions you want me to ask the vet, send them. Send them. Do it. Send them to Smart Animal Talk at All Paws Pet Talk Radio. Just go on the website. It'll show you how. I want to get your questions. I want to ask the vet. And, uh, well, we had a uh, bear mauling in my neighborhood. So be careful of the wildlife. Be noisy if you're around bears. Take a dog with you on leash. That always helps. And uh, check out the BearWise websites if you live in bear country. There have been quite a few attacks this year. So I want people to be smart. But dogs, even a little dog on a leash barking, will help you out with that. So let your dogs keep you safe. And until next time, be good to your animals. From Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio, and me, Deb Wolf. 